Annalise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And welcome to Full Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and feel the soul. Ooh, what are we talking about today, Elise? Today's topic is the imposter within us. Mm. I know. <laughs> So, as women, society often tells us we are less than, undeserving, or out of line. Mm -hmm. And as black women, we are bombarded by this message and then some. Yeah. So, not only are we minimized for our gender, but we are also excluded for our race. Every day is a war. Mm -hmm. Every minute is a battle. We are constantly fighting through the subliminal and downright explicit narrative that we're at the bottom. While this happens in every aspect of our lives, it can be most apparent at work. The fear of our own perceived shortcomings is only magnified by the weight of being the breadwinner or the spouse with the better health benefits. So held to a different standard than, say, the Karens and the Jeffs of the world, we begin to doubt our actual abilities, skills and intelligence. If that weren't enough, our efforts to persevere are often rewarded by being underpaid, Mm. overlooked and overworked further creating doubt in our own potential to succeed. So today... That's a scary place, man. Doubt. It is. It is. Today, we want to discuss imposter syndrome and how to take steps to combat it. Well, go ahead and explain what imposter syndrome is. I mean, I feel like you gave a good narrative behind what we're going to be speaking of. Thank but you. give the true definition of what it means. Okay. So imposter syndrome was first introduced by psychologist Pauline R. Clance and Suzanne A. Imes in 1978 hmm. as the imposter phenomenon. It is defined as an internalized feeling of phoniness. There was a study of 150 high-achieving women who participated and all exhibiting Various levels of success. Mm -hmm. Um, So they were all measured by external things. Maybe they had certain titles. They had certain success within their circles, et cetera. But internally, these women felt their accomplishments were due to luck. Like they just kind of fell into all the the good wins that they were having, Mm -hmm. you know? So they believe their abilities had somehow been overestimated. And any attempt to kind of repeat the wins that they had, the successes that they had were going to be met with undeniable failure. Ooh, that is deep. Yes. I mean, yeah, we all, if you meet someone who said, no, I've never ever experienced anything near imposter syndrome. Um, more than likely, I wouldn't believe that. Yeah. Everyone's had some doubt within their own skills. Yeah. It's just what happens. Some have more than others. Women mm-hmm. have more than others. Black women have more than others. And mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. So um, before we go ahead and get to these stats, let's go ahead and get into this commercial. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right. We'll be right back. Hey. All right. So we know a full-time black woman is everything to everybody. I mean, who, who are you telling? Look, if we take off a day, a minute. I'm sorry, a second. The whole world will implode. I know, that's right. And I like that melody, too. So why not (laughs) reclaim some of your time? Practice a little self-care. Check that one last thing off your list and use Instacart. Yeah, Instacart allows you to get the products that you love from your local stores. And guess what? You have shoppers who hand-select it for you so delicately. 
so nicely. It is based off of your preferences. And the wonderful part is it's delivered straight to your door. So you don't even have to worry about leaving the house. You can stay comfortable and relax, sip your little wine, and watch the groceries come on in. Oh, the groceries. But I hope you get some cookie cakes and pies, too. Every once in a while, you want to have a little sweet, too. Why not? Treat yourself. But you also want to treat yourself by clicking on that link. Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash. When you click on this link, you will get free delivery on your first order over $35. And it's amazing because they find everything you usually buy and give you smart suggestions to try new stuff too. You might like that white wine, but maybe you want to try a little red. They got suggestions for you. And on top of that, they pick the freshest produce and they keep your eggs safe too. Yeah, but if you want to keep your coins safe, make sure you click on that link. Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash. And it's only $35. Like last time I checked, that's one and a half avocados. Basically, basically. $35. Free delivery your first order. Boom. <laughs> so make sure you click on the link fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash to let them know that we sent you and also to qualify your for your Free delivery on your first order over $35. Yes. Come on, ladies. Go ahead. Check it out. Click off that link. Click, click. Link, link. <laughs> All right. So we're back. Let's dive into this, man. The imposter within us. Okay. But before we can do anything, you know we have to go and do those stats. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do that. Stats for that ass. Stats for that ass. We Okay, Elise. That's good. The Huffington Post shared an article on black women and imposter syndrome. In it, the author, Julie A. Doggett, referenced a study which found that imposter syndrome can add to the stress minorities already feel. Mm. In response to the microaggressions we experience in real life, we become our own aggressors, filling ourselves with negative internal dialogue that can result in poor physical and mental care. Whoa. Yes. That is crazy. That's crazy. We can be our own worst enemy sometimes. Become our own aggressors? Yes. Yes. Because of the microaggressions that we experience or sometimes the blatant racism that we experience to the mm-hmm. point that we start to internalize it and become our own enemy. Yeah. That inner critic can be... A, a devil to fight against, yeah. boy. Yeah, because you can't get rid of it. You have yeah. no safe space away from them. It no. is within you. Right, right. Wow. So Kobe Kanban, in his book, Cultural Misorientation, argues individuals growing up in disempowering systems will have experiences that confirm they are lesser human beings. Mm. This cultural misorientation will create a dynamic where young people are socialized to think and also affirm false ideals and stereotypes. Whoa. Whoa. So basically being in this environment kind of molds you to just be what everybody thinks of you. But lesser human beings? Yeah. Studies, facts, experiences, we've all seen it. Yeah, yeah. That See, that's how you know the mind is a strong thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, the mind can do positive things that we have talked about before within our Rich Inner Life episode, episode 21. Yeah. And everything else, it can make or break you. Easily. So you could either make it manifest some positivity and just, just 
turn you all around like Pocahontas. Remember those leaves went around yeah. her? She lifted up. <laughs> Swirling in the wind. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you can either be swirling in some positivity or you can be just in some swamp mud, dirty bayou, sticky, icky mess that Ugh. is created in your mind, but not just created by you. How about it festers inside of you? Because yes. you didn't create the fact that of right. someone telling you that you're a lesser right. human being. Right. Uh, so <laughs> it's not like it's something that you created, but it's something that you could continue on. Mm-hmm. So the mind has to be strong. The mind has to, first of all, know who you are yeah. in order for you to not listen to the narrative that is being put out about you. Those false ideals and stereotypes, as he mentioned. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So let's get ahead, go ahead and get into how to fight imposter syndrome. The first thing you can do is talk it out. So talking through self-doubts and um, getting through some of those negative scenarios or negative talk that you have in your mind, talking it out with people you are close to or with a therapist or with your parents and something, stuff like that can actually help you work through um, the negative things that are in Mm -hmm. your mind. So it can help you to understand number one, why you're thinking that way. It can help you understand where it's coming from. It can also help you to fight Mm -hmm. against it by, Combating it with positive talk, mm-hmm. getting some type of reinforcement from those who are close to you, who know you, who can be like, eh, no, that's a little bit far. Look at all the other things that you've been able to accomplish. Yeah. Look at all the other things that you've been able to Another do. Another perspective Exactly. Does help. Yes. So admitting your feelings and talking through them often helps to move past them and to decrease some of the anxiety that is built up. Um, as opposed to allowing you to settle into it because it's difficult to want to move past something if you don't even recognize that it's happening. Mm -hmm. So if you can actually pinpoint it and say, this is a negative thing that I am constantly telling myself. I am constantly telling myself that I will always be late on my assignments. I am constantly telling myself that I'm not smart enough to be in this position um, that I just happened to get here because Yeah, Jeff quit or, you know, they didn't have anybody else to promote. So might as well just promote me. But in reality, once you admit that feeling, then you can start to replace that type of talk with something more positive. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I actually did a great job on that project. That's probably why they promoted me. I actually get out my assignments ahead of schedule on 90% of the times that I have, you know, a workload. Mm -hmm. So being able to combat and talk it out, talk through it helps you to, you know, make it more real in your mind that you are better than what these internal critics are saying. I would say I believe talking it out is uh, definitely a step to help you fight that imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. But we haven't been taught to communicate that. No, we have not been raised to show face, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, we have been told, oh, hold up now. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. And that's why we have to deal with that battle, that internal battle over and over again. Yeah. I didn't really understand the benefit of sharing how I felt about something until I started therapy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Um. I've always been able to share with certain people. You know, you have certain people that you can do certain, you talk to them about certain things. So Mm -hmm. certain friends, you know, you can't say certain stuff to. Otherwise, you're like, yeah, this is your category. This is your category. But I wasn't able to be my 
full self with those that loved and cared for me until I started therapy mm-hmm. and I started to speak to someone who did not have any reference, base of reference of who I was as a person. Yeah. But after you hear yourself say those things out loud, first of all, you're mad at yourself. You're like, what is wrong with you? Why are you oh, talking yeah. so negatively about yourself? Like, Definitely. hello, we're here. We can hear you, <laughs> you know? And then, because when you say it out loud, I feel like they make it makes it real. Yeah. When you say it inside of your head, no one else can take that, consume it, judge it, and right. put it back on you or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But after you've made those steps of talking it out to someone and with my therapist, then I started to be able to be, I started, I was able to be more all open yeah. with my family and um, friends when it comes to what I was going through. And yeah. like you said, sometimes you just need that different perspective. Just like when mm-hmm. you're working on something and you've been doing it for a while, you need another set of eyes. Right. And when it comes to uh, talking stuff out, you need another set of, another set of Another mouth. Yeah, yeah. You need some ears to hear it and another mouth yeah. to actually speak some truth uh-huh. into you. Yeah. Yes, I like that one. Yeah. I think, too, like like you were saying, we're not really taught to talk it out. We're not really taught to express. Like, vulnerability is a scary thing. Yeah. Like, it's, it is ridiculous the amount of bravery it takes to be vulnerable with somebody and actually expose yourself. And on top of the concept that we as black women are supposed to be so strong and we have to hold everything mm, that's together. That's what it is. Yes. yes. We can't show, we don't have the luxury to show weakness mm-hmm. because so many. But vulnerability, being vulnerable isn't being weak. Absolutely but not. Absolutely that line not. of demarcation is not there right. when it comes to right, <laughs> being right. a black woman. Yeah. The thought is that by showing a part of myself that I do not deem you know, on the up and up is yes. weak. I'm giving somebody the right to, like you were saying, use judge, it against me. Use it against me <laughs> and judge a chink in my armor. Like mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have time to to start up and build defenses up against a chink in the armor that I created. Like what what am I doing to myself? Mm-hmm. But being vulnerable is is so brave. And it's it enables you to have those connections, like you said that can be deepened and also show that you are human, that you are a person. Like everyone else out there is looking at us like we're superhuman. We can go above and beyond and whatnot, but being vulnerable like that, actually talking through these things and admitting that you have self doubts and admitting that you feel, you know, unsure unsure in Mm -hmm. some type of way can actually make you more human not only to the world but just to yourself like mm-hmm. just a reminder that okay it's i can i can feel like this mm-hmm. this is okay this is okay to feel this way but let me talk through it so i don't settle into that you know i can't i won't i'll never type of talk i mean we have to understand that it's okay for us to show emotion other than anger Yes, you know, yes. anger is always the first emotion that they attach to us. Mm-hmm. They don't ever say the happy black woman. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't you know, <laughs> they don't say what the sad black woman. Uh-huh. They say the angry black woman. And it just rolls off your tongue. Like, yeah. oh, that, that's just what it's supposed to be. No, we have other feelings other than anger. Yes. And it's okay for us, first of all, to get in touch with that. And then the rest of the world will just follow. Mm-hmm. Just like they do everything else we do. True. We're always... Changing the world. Setting them trends. <laughs> I just want to do that. All right. So, 
the next step to help you fight that imposter syndrome that we all deal with day in and day out is to practice gratitude. Mm. Okay. Practicing gratitude is very important because you have to understand that it is okay for you to take the time to appreciate your accomplishments. Yes. Yes. Sometimes you don't feel like you have time to do those things. (laughs) Because time is just so quick. You got to get stuff done. Got to move. Got to go. Got to go right now. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go. I don't know what commercial that was from the 90s. but I don't either, but I can hear it in my head Yeah, I think it was Depends. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go right now. Got to go. Was it Pepto? Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know if you guys could think of it. Just let us yeah. know. Hit us up on our Instagram <laughs> at Full Time Black Woman. Uh, tweet us on uh, Twitter at FT Black Woman. Yes. And go ahead and send us a message. Anytime you want to speak to us, you could send us something on our DMs or an email at contact at Full Time Black Woman. Yeah. So, reflecting on the hard work you put in to achieve past goals Mm -hmm. is a reminder that nothing was given. Yes. It was earned. Yes. It was earned. Believe me, if you were a millionaire, at least, Mm -hmm. would you put your dollar on someone that you feel like, uh, I can kind of think they fell their way up or would you put your dollar on someone who's like, no, I don't have to worry about them. My money is guaranteed. They're going to invest it. They're going to uh, research. They're going to stronghold it. They're going to do everything that they can do in order to do their job properly. Yeah, definitely the second one. Definitely the one that I don't have to, I don't have any doubts. No, There's no reservations. They worked for it. They earned this. So why do we think if we get a promotion or if you get on a, put on a big project that's just so happened, it was by luck? You know what? I, I don't, I, I can't say I don't know. I think some of it is like you work so hard for some things, you fight so much for some things. And then you have in the back of your mind that they're never going to give it to me. They're not going to give it to me. And then Mm -hmm. when you actually get it, it's kind of a shock. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a shock to the system because we always have so much to fight against. Mm. So yes, it's like we are battling massage noir. We're battling um, just a gender bias, a racial bias, implicit bias. Like we are. Um, that intersectionality. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's just once it actually happens to us and we reach the goal and we achieve what we wanted to achieve. It's like, well, wait, wait really? I'll have to. I'll have to fight. Oh, no. To get here anymore? Believe more challenges are coming, but right now yeah. you can't rest. Get yes. some water. <laughs> Feed those cells. <laughs> Feed those cells. Yes. But yeah, yes. giving yourself grace is extremely important. I know we talk about it a lot because I have to remind myself to give mm-hmm. myself grace. Me too. You know, being a working mom, you know, trying to be uh, a decent wife to my husband. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You're you a good wife. I am. I am an excellent wife. Talk. I will change that up. Thank you. I have to remember to tell myself to give myself grace. Yes. Because sometimes you just feel like you're dropping the ball, but really you're juggling all of them. Mm -hmm. But you want to do more because society is telling you you need to be doing more. And it's just a constant reminder. So that's why I tell you guys and at least tell you guys to go ahead. That's why we tell you all to (laughs) give yourself grace. Right. Right. You have to. If not, you're going to be constantly reminded by everyone else in the world telling you're doing less than. Yeah. So. Yeah. I got grace right here. <laughs> right. 
Oh, man. So the third way that you can fight imposter syndrome is by letting go of perfection. And if you haven't listened to it already, you should check out our episode with uh, Smart Girl Logic on a telephobic being a lessons of an a telephobic Mm -hmm. and um, listen to that. Give that a listen and hear how perfection can you know impact you the the striving for perfection can impact you stressful man very stressful so perfection creates unnecessary stress unnecessary stress woo buddy when your standards aren't met which in turn feeds into the imposter syndrome so you're sitting there you know trying to go after these standards that are probably above and beyond where you need to be because you are a high achiever and you want to excel no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. So if you set these standards way, way past what might be considered normal, Mm -hmm. then once you don't meet them, then it only feeds into you. Well, see, you can do that anyway. You see, you you were reaching too far. You were trying to do too much. And once you get into that cycle, once you start having that inner critic kind of talking to you in the background, it gets really hard to try to meet all the other perfect standards that you've set for yourself. So remember to cut yourself some slack. Like Isha was talking about, give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. Um, It's important to realize that you're human. There's, There's no perfection in being human. You have flaws. You make mistakes. Things happen. There's only 24 hours in a day. There's there's no need to beat yourself up because you can't finish all 511 items on your to-do list. Mm-hmm. There's no need to strive for this perfection when it's apparent that, you know, some days you're going to be more productive than others. You know, there are going to be times where you have all the energy in the world to get the cleaning done, the laundry done, to feed the kids, to take them to school, to attend to your husband, to do some self-care for yourself. Do some self-care. Yeah, right? I think all that is self-care yes. one day. Look yes. at me. Oh, I'm on my way. Hey. To positivity lane. Here I come. Mm. I ain't playing with them. No. Done. It took a turn. <laughs> I won't foster a being a pasta no more because I just have to Mm, let's go okay mm. all right so yes <laughs> <laughs> so yes there are days that you're going to be more productive that's inevitable there are days where you'll get everything done but then there'll be days where you're tired and it's okay to be tired it's okay i haven't been tired in a while i've been tired yeah, no R needed. I can't even afford an R. I've been tired. Uh, being tired. Oh, that sounds like a luxury. I'm I sorry. Know. Are you selling being tired? How right. much is it a pound? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, me, I've been tired. Uh-huh. Free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you earned it. Yes. And that is okay. That's yeah, okay. Because I'm be giving tired. myself grace. Yes. Sometimes I just don't feel like doing anything. Right. Sometimes I do want to be a lump on the couch. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to blend in with the couch. Mm-hmm. I want to ass print on the couch too. There you you know, because everybody else in my household <laughs> got an ass print on the couch. Why can I have an ass print on the couch? Because I'm always up doing everything around here. There you go. I want someone to sit down and be like, ooh, this was my. <laughs> wow. Wow. Five points. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so we are going to get into the next one, but we're going to head on over to a commercial. Yep, sounds good to me. Okie dokie. We'll be right back. Hey. You want to pot in the morning, pot in the evening, just like us. You need a podcast platform that can satisfy you, just like Buzzsprout. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we use Buzzsprout and it has made the transition into this podcasting game oh so smooth. Look, podcasting isn't hard. When you have the right partners. Exactly. And Buzzsprout is it. Just get yourself started with some gear that you already have, a quiet space, and get it done. So go to the show notes, click on the link, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash to get hooked up. Yeah, they will hook you up with a $20 Amazon gift card after you sign up for a paid plan. And yeah, it does support our show, but help us help you. Exactly. And Buzzsprout will get you listed on every major podcast platform. All of them. Like, I mean, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts. All of them. And not only that, it will make sure that your podcast website looks oh so professional and crisp and right. Your audio players that you can drop it to your website and you get detailed analytics. Look, I'm a nerd. I love math and my pH. Mm-hmm. So it really does help to find out how people are listening and the tools to help promote your episodes. Right. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout just like us. Exactly. If you want to run your mouth. M-O-U-F. Yep. Go ahead and run it with Buzzsprout to get that $20 Amazon gift card. Will you click on the link? Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash. Let's get it. Why not? Because you want to party in the morning, party in the evening, just like for sticking with us. So let's get Casperish. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Casperish. Have you, Isha, ever experienced imposter syndrome? Uh hi, my name is Isha Bell. Have we met? <laughs> Absolutely. I would have to say I experienced imposter syndrome more after I became a wife and a mother mm-hmm. than anything before. Okay. I really I wouldn't say care. Yeah, I really didn't care (laughs) much about what the stereotypes were attached to black women Uh or women until I feel like I came. More eyes are on you when you're a mom, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're creating the next generation. Mm -hmm. Like you are molding someone's mind, their heart, their mannerisms, everything. So when you do something out of the norm or maybe you're not doing something based on your culture when mm-hmm. it comes to raising a child, all of a sudden, everybody want to be your face. You're doing that wrong. Yeah. What you doing? Uh-uh. You know? So, I feel like you were really going to hit me. You know, like, girl, you 3D <laughs> fingers. <laughs> you be all right. <laughs> but, um, like, you're doing it wrong. You know, like, you should be doing this. You need to talk to him this way and this and another. I have a toddler who has a very strong mind, mm-hmm. okay? And I love it. I think it's beautiful. I want him to be able to experience freedom because growing up in America as a young black boy, Mm -hmm. he's going to have those restrictions put on him. But I want him to have some place where he could understand that he could still be himself. Yes, definitely. But 
culturally, when I allow him to be free, Mm -hmm. I have received uh, pushback from my family. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even my husband saying that maybe I'm being a little bit too lenient with him. You soft. Yes. Uh With a capital T. Soft. (laughs) You know? And I don't see it that way. I see it as... uh, I'm just giving him the freedom that he probably will never experience for the rest of his life mm-hmm. now as a toddler. Yeah. You know, and he's learning who he is every single day. Yeah. So I want his personality to basically grow organically mm-hmm. versus putting him into a box already so young. Yeah. You know, yeah. like when he gets out of line, then I do step in. Right. But I do let him push the envelope. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing, keep picking, keep picking to see mm-hmm. how far he could go because I feel like that helps his brain generate. But, well, I'm bringing this up because <laughs> I got gotta beat up yesterday. So Aww. I'm joking. He didn't beat me up yesterday. <laughs> it was the day before. But <laughs> no, but an imposter syndrome. Sometimes yeah. I feel like an imposter when it comes to being a mom. Oh, wow. You know, sometimes I don't feel as if I'm doing what I should be doing based off of what everyone else telling me I should be doing with yeah. him. Yeah. Or was I ready to have a kid? Like, is this just too much for me right now? Mm. Um, and that mom guilt is real. I yeah. feel like imposter syndrome, that is, that is, a pop, mom guilt is imposter syndrome for moms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Point blank. There, mm-hmm. There's a strong correlation between the two. Yeah. Um, And, you know, working a full-time job, am I doing a disservice for him by working mm. and not being home with him to help raise him and be there to mold him yeah. versus having him at daycares where he's being exposed to other households and other cultures and right. being, um, you know, his teachers are being there with him all day long. So, imposter syndrome, yes. Okay. Or ask you a damn question, yes. <laughs> I have experienced imposter syndrome. Most importantly, I would have to say mom guilt or something. Now, imposter syndrome when it comes to work, mm-hmm. no. Nope. Really? No. Okay. I have him early on in my career, but after I hit that, uh, those certain years of, I know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. No. If anything, I'm like, why y'all ain't? <laughs> Hello, you know, but no. What about you? Have you experienced imposter syndrome, Elise? Yeah, yeah, I experienced imposter syndrome. Um, probably mid career, like in the earlies, it was all about just you know work hard, head down, keep it going. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have time to focus on that because I knew I was doing good. Like I knew I was excelling. Um, I got promotions quickly early on mm-hmm. to kind of affirm that, but then like. Towards the middle, things kind of started to, I guess, stagnate. Plateau. Plateau. There you go. Plateau um, in terms of upward mobility and stuff like that. So um, I was getting, you know, positive reinforcement from my immediate management. But still, for whatever reason, I was because I wasn't getting promoted because there wasn't um an avenue for me to continue to move up and excel in that way. I was just like, well, maybe I'm not, you know, as good as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sent me down this path of doing more all the time. And I probably like, ain't no probably. I burnt myself out trying to over excel, overachieve. Ooh. Also got into some of the, um, you know, perfectionism. And trying to have these high standards because I was like, well, if everybody is uh, performing at C, then I have to perform at G because 
there's a big enough gap between C and G that is apparent that I am doing, you know, I'm going above and beyond. I am doing very well. Mm -hmm. So you have to see me at G. And whenever I was like at D or E, maybe even F, it was just like, oh, crap, I am failing. Like You didn't let yourself give yourself no type of grace. I didn't. There was no grace. There Mm. was there was none. There was none whatsoever. So it was a rough time. And then it just kind of eventually like through therapy, through talking with friends, um, even talking with my parents. It was just kind of like. You can't keep going on like this because, number Mm -hmm. one, you're going to collapse. Yeah, have a breakdown. You're gonna have a breakdown. And yeah. I did. Have you ever desk. witnessed somebody have a breakdown before? I witnessed myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I witnessed well, okay, myself. <laughs> um, and it was scary and it was painful and it was embarrassing. And I was like, no, I cannot let this continue. Like this can't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. So um I just had to get really real with my, myself. I wrote my professional props paper. And um, reminded myself of all the things that I was able to achieve up to this point to help kind of build myself up, see it on paper, see that I didn't just get to the point that I was at for no reason. And that anytime I wanted to achieve more in life, it wasn't something that I couldn't do because I had all of these things backing up or supporting my decision to go after it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Imposter syndrome. Is a shitty place to be. And when you said the study was done in the 70s, yeah. I was like, so this is going on since the beginning of time. Right? Once women were put outside of the house into offices, mm. all of a sudden, that's yeah. when that stuff started to come around. Yeah. You know, or at least we started to pay more attention to it because now we're actually competing with men mm-hmm. for uh, upward mobility within our career. And also, we have more eyes on us. Yes. When you are the one who is different in the rooms, oh, we yeah. have gone over this. Studies mm-hmm. have shown that people pay closer attention to what you do versus the next person who yeah. blends in with the background. Yeah. So that could be another reason why we have that imposter syndrome. And Definitely. you already know that black women, we are the leading group of people or Americans with anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, oh, hello. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I want to go back to your, um, I know you said you never really had imposter syndrome at work, right? Mm -hmm. But did you ever feel that, because I know you talked about being a mom, did being a mom ever impact how you felt doing your job? Like, did you feel even more eyes on you kind of at work? Absolutely. When I came back for maternity leave, which... I was not ready. Mm. I was, I was in a way. I'm not gonna lie because when you sit at home with a baby all day long and <laughs> your their means of food is you, yeah, yeah, you kind of after a while like no, <laughs> no, yes. And I was like, this isn't who I was. Where did yeah. this come from? You know, being a first time mom. Yeah. But when I got back into the office, I definitely felt as if I had to perform at G, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah. Because now people are like, well, I mean, she was actually a really good worker. But now that she's a mom, mm. we have to give her maybe less because we don't want her to be overwhelmed or want her to feel as if she can't keep up. And let's just take her out of the running completely when it comes to somebody we're looking for to move up within a management position. Yeah. Um, Did I feel like an imposter? No. Okay. Well, that's good. 
But did I feel like I had eyes on me? Yes. Did mm-hmm. I perform harder? Yes. But it wasn't because of an imposter inside of me. It was just more so I just had to prove to them, like, don't try to take me out of the race, boo-boo, yeah. because I got a couple left hooks you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's awesome, and I mean, I, I think the the reason I was bringing it up is just because of all of the things that we deal with mentally when we're on in the office. So, in addition to the microaggressions mm-hmm. and the biases that we spoke about earlier, um, I would assume that once you become a mom and you also have this kind of added le- level of pressure because you have management typically males who feel that you can't make decisions towards the future of a company because your focus is now on your family Mm -hmm. as opposed to the facts and stats that suggest that once you become a mother you are better able to multitask you can handle Mm -hmm. and see problems in a different way um and things like that so well i would think if someone has an issue or is worried or maybe worried about how I would handle things. That's their problem. Yes. That's their personal problem. I'm not going to accept that. I got my own problems, okay? (laughs) I don't need yours too. So with that being said, then no, I haven't felt any type of way about coming back and being a mom um, and having imposter syndrome because you said imposter syndrome is something within you, right? That you had that self-doubt. You got that stinking thinking, as Mm -hmm. my therapist calls it. Mm -hmm. Stinking thinking. I'm like, ooh, pee you. But (laughs) no. Good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that is wonderful. Wonderful. Because it can be hard on all levels. Yeah. Um, as black women out there trying to fight against just the the mental things that we have to deal with day in, day out in these environments that are not for us. But remember, please, please remember that you are amazing. Yes. As a black woman, you can stretch a dollar 10 ways from Sunday. Mm. You bring forth and nurture life if you so choose. And you make lemon pepper chicken wings and veggies. (laughs) Plus a lemon meringue pie out of all them lemons that life has given you while wearing all the many hats that you decide to put on. So kudos and applause to you. My point is you have the ability to do awesome things every single day. Getting out of bed is an awesome thing. And it's a blessing too. Every single day. Exactly. Embrace that. Praise yourself in the moments of success because there are so many times that we are on track to achieve certain things and to reach the next level and forget to praise and reward ourselves for the things that we've been able to achieve. Sometimes you don't have a moment to just sit and stop and be grateful, mm-hmm. which is, you know, one of our uh, one of our tips on in fighting imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. practicing gratitude. We don't have the time to sit and be grateful for what we've been able to do. and when everyone else is trying to overlook you, trying to move past you, you need to celebrate yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to celebrate mm-hmm. yourself. Praise yourself. Extend yourself some grace in the moments of errors because errors occur and you are human. You are not superhuman. You are not, you know, <sighs> infallible. You will make a mistake. It's it's inevitable. And try to be your own best friend. And speaks life into yourself and into your dreams. You have to, have to speak life into yourself and be your best friend. Because 
Yeah. Who else is going to do it? I mean, mm-hmm. you can have you can have best friends. Trust and believe you can have best friends. You can have significant others who love you and speak into you. But in those moments when you are by yourself and you don't feel like anybody is around and you can't talk to anybody, something inside has to speak that positivity to you. And if that's hard, just keep the good ones around you that can help uplift you in those times that you feel like you can't do it yourself. And uh, another thing. I want to stress because I love journaling. I will always love journaling. Mm -hmm. I hated it to begin with, but write those awful things down, write them down because that's going to make it real in your eyes. And you're going to have to see with your eyes, what you just said about yourself, Mm -hmm. then cross it out and write something positive. Because once you start seeing the positive things, it once again, makes them real. And that is something that you can carry with you to help fight that imposter syndrome day in, day out. And um, remember, you can go to therapy, which is an awesome, I am 100% an advocate for therapy. Yes. I will always be an advocate for therapy. Full-time black woman definitely supports yes. therapy. Definitely. We need it. We do. We do. So remember, that is not an option that you should discount because as scary as it is, as much as we tend to say, you know, Therapies for crazy folks. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. It is a wonderful resource that can help you get to know yourself, get to understand where these imposter thoughts are coming from and help you to fight past them. So, <sighs> ladies, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, my good people, mm-hmm. remember you are amazing. Yes, you are. <laughs> Thank you so much, Elise, for speaking it to me. Yes, okay. I got you. Okay. <laughs> Um, Well, I would have to add when it comes to imposter syndrome is just think back 10 years ago of who you were, the version of who you were 10 years ago. Mm. Is that a reflection of who you are today? Are you still in that same spot or have you grown? Wow. And if you've grown from T minus 10 to now, how did you grow? You grew because you invested something inside of yourself. You silenced some of the things that were inside of you as well, which are the stinking thinking. You also made sure that you surrounded yourself with a network of people who saw the best in you, but also wanted better for you. Mm. So gave you not only the foundation, the tools, the resources, and sometimes just the positive words that you needed to hear in your ears to get you to the next step. Mm-hmm. The imposter syndrome is always going to be there because stereotypes and unrealistic ideals of who you are before people get to know you will always be there. Yeah. But the best thing that you can do as an individual and as a full time black woman is to build your own ideal of who you want to be Mm -hmm. and strive each and every day towards getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be pretty. I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. I'm not saying it's going to be painless. I'm just saying that it is possible. So being an imposter is nothing more than sitting there and tearing yourself down. We have enough things and people and everybody else trying to do that to us. As we said before, we don't want to be our own aggressor. Mm -mm. You have to strengthen that mind to understand that the beautiful person that you are today took work 
But that means that you were able to put that work in to get there. Mm-hmm. And that means you have that same work ethic inside of you to be the next person, the next person, the next person. It's going to be probably a hundred different versions of who you are in one lifetime. Yeah. You're only on 63. Keep going. You're only on 31. <laughs> keep going. Right. You're on two. That's all right. You got 98 more tries. Right. Just keep on being the better version that you can be for who you are and don't allow anyone outside of who your being is to tell you who you can or cannot be. Yes. As Elise said before, come on now, we could take lemons and turn it into some lemon pepper chicken wings or turn it into some lemonade or turn it into a lemon ring pie. That's right. You can't stop a black woman when she's determined. You can't. Okay. <laughs> so allow the imposter to just be silent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Imposter is nothing but an imaginary friend that you don't want to be friends with. Your imposter is actually your imaginary nemesis. There you go. Okay. Who is constantly, you don't look like you need to lose some weight. Uh, be quiet. Right. <laughs> I'm fine. And if I want to lose weight for my own health, that's what I can do. Mm-hmm. So don't listen to them. You don't, you wouldn't uh, listen to a real person who's your enemy trying to tell you how to live your life. Right. Don't listen to the imaginary one inside of you either. You are great. Continue to be great. Understand that we are here for you and we see you because we are you. Full time black woman. Boom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. That brings us to the end of another episode. And uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. Got some gems from it and everything like that. Remember, you can find us on all social media. Full-time Black Woman on Instagram, FT Black Woman on Twitter, and Full-Time Black Women Conversations Group on Facebook. We are here for you full-time from coffee to wine. Oh, sorry. I was getting into that beat. <laughs> and remember to play your power perfectly. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Full-Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full-Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time black women like yourself. Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. Have something to add to today's topic? Join our Facebook group, Full-Time Black Woman Conversations. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full-Time Black Woman or on Twitter at FT Black Woman.